Andrea. And this is Tom. And this is not a voicemail message. This is a podcast. <laughs> Did you not like that? I wasn't expecting that. Well, the art of the surprise to catch people off guard. And now you're surprised. And you're going to make an amazing podcast. Which is no surprise. Well, see we, what I did there? I see what you, you did there. You right. should probably see the name of the podcast, though. I'm Andrea. And I'm Tom. And you have found the other castle. Oh, yeah. This week, we are doing a sequel game. Sequels. I love sequels because I'm a millennial. Well, sequels, you know, they they tend to, especially when it's involved in, like, an independent game, the sequel is when they got money, finally, and they could actually put some, like, power behind it. I like when sequels go really poorly, so this is making me very happy. Well, it's funny that you say that because the sequel to the game we're about to discuss today did go really poorly to the point that it killed the entire franchise. Oh, that's great! But this middle portion that we're going to be talking about today was, like pure gold oh so this is actually like a good game this was a wonderful game the first game was okay it it was like it was like a good solid fighting game and then the second game was just this balls out like amazing fighting game with a really unique and original storyline and then the third game just took all that and took a shit Okay, so it's a, a weird trilogy with a goes up in the middle. Right, and we should probably say the name of the game at this point. So it's Def Jam Vendetta Fight for New York. <laughs> the sequel to Def Jam Vendetta. Okay, so Def Jam still has the vendetta going through the entire trilogy, but now we are specifically in New York. Correct. Well, the third Def Jam is just Def Jam Icon. That's... A thing that happened. Okay. What is the time frame of this trilogy? Uh, the first one and the second one, like, that's what's great about the second one is that it picks up immediately following. Like, just the moment the first game ends, it goes right through as if it's this continuing storyline. I like that, though. It's like the um, the Saw movies where he gets up and he runs out and then fucking Princess Bride hobbles after him with his one foot. Yeah. It's great. That part. Yeah. Spoiler alert. I mean, I, I don't know that this, you never saw the second one. I know, but I Wikipedia because I like I really love the stories, but I I'm too scared to watch them, so I Wikipedia all of them. They sound oh. great. I didn't know you'd done that. <laughs> oh yeah, I Wikipedia everything that I don't want to watch. Like no. I, I did like an hour trying to figure out what's going on in Game of Thrones, and I don't want to know what's going on on Game of Thrones. Yeah, don't try. There's a lot of like sexually violent pieces. I watched the entire first season, and I still I don't know what's happening in game of thrones i like dragons though and like it sounds like some pieces are like romantic but then i read it i don't think they are no no and i think there's dragon people or something and like why are there asians that's fucked up there's never asians in anything i know and it makes me sad i mean you can't just be mad at game of thrones alone for that that's like i'm going to be though it's like a larger problem to deal with yeah but this has nothing to do diversity so back to this sequel game that was amazing right well, the one thing that we got to do beforehand is I have to warn you about something. Oh, I love disclaimers. This game may contain sexism. <sighs> the Def Jam fighting game where I assume there's no women? There are plenty no. of women. Oh, no. <laughs> but they're not treated well. <laughs> both in character and in action against them. At some point, are you going to say slap a bitch? No, but doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Okay. I mean, like, it, it happens, but okay. So the first game had a very, like, kind of bare-boned storyline. Like, it didn't really... It wasn't a huge one. It was just more just to get you from fight to fight and kind of teach you the dynamics, because then it just kind of becomes, like, a, a fighting game that you play with your buddies and stuff. And it was really just right. kind of a wrestling game. It wasn't too detailed in the fighting styles. But the second one um, really became more like a UFC fighting game where you had several different fighting styles and you can get up to three different ones to like combine and use together to defeat your enemies. Yeah, so you can like do combo pieces of the different kind of styles to match whoever your opponent is. Yes, that's entirely what it does. Okay. When did this game come out? This one came out in 2004. Okay. I was 14. Oh, I was much older. 
So you probably would have gotten the references in this game more oh. than like I would. Uh, you know, I, I'm a lifelong hip hop fan and rap yeah. fan, and so actually, like every one of these people, not every one, there are some really obscure rappers on their like roster that make appearances in this. But like, yeah. I know a very large portion of these people. These were people I was fans of the entire time. So this was this was a cool game just to like play with your favorite rap characters. But then on top of that, it was a really good fighting game at the same time. Okay, so this is all just Def Jam, the hip-hop label. It's not Def Jam comedy? No, it's the it's the hip-hop label. How great would a Def Jam comedy fighting game be, though? That would be hilarious. Or, like, even if they did it now and they just had fucking, like, Jim Gaffigan punching Louis C.K. and being like, freaking, and then just, like, body slamming a ginger motherfucker. Who doesn't want to And then, like, tapping in Mulaney to fight against Nick Kroll, which would, like, tear them apart internally because they're low-key in love with each other because, ooh, we made a Broadway show. I think I'd love just to watch Nick Kroll get beat up. I would just... Yeah, I'm okay with that. Def Jam comedy, let's kill Nick Kroll for vengeance. Let's kill Nick Kroll. Let's kill Nick Kroll. (laughs) I would play the shit out of that. Like, if I would steam that. Okay, okay, okay. So, Def Jam, hip-hop, vengeance... New York is a place where we want to live. Not in this world. You really don't want to live in this world, but it's it really revolves around fight clubs. Okay. So imagine if every nightclub in New York City also had a fight ring. Okay, got it. So that's kind of the concept of the game is that they're, they're controlled by different team gangs. They're, they're controlled by different gangs. And I'm... so we're going to get, I'll, we'll get into the like, who's on whose side and all that stuff and wait till you hear this roster of freaking people because these are names that even today people will be like, oh, I know who these people are. These are still people that are relevant today or at least like relevant in a recent time that you remember their name. Okay, got it. Some of the things that was like really special about the game in terms of the fighting and everything was how like every single different character got a different special move. And as you're playing through the game, you get their special move like as an unlockable feature. That's cool. So your character can use that special move. Is the special move related to like who they are as people? Like can Snoop Dogg throw a bong at someone? No, it's nothing like that. It, it's, it doesn't go cheesy. This is a like the thing about all the rappers in the game in the storyline, they all play characters. They're not playing as themselves. They're all playing as if they're actors. But they still just kind of dress like the same. Like, Method Man's character's name is Blaze. Now, he wears just kind of a, a football jersey that says Blaze on the back of it, and he looks like Method Man and talks like Method Man. So, for the purposes of this whole thing, I'm going to be referring to just, like, the actor playing these characters. Uh, but, yeah, so they're they're themselves, but they're not themselves. Okay, so it's like... Mythical Method Man. <laughs> yeah, it's a myth. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's a good way to look at it. A mythical Method Man, yes. Oh, oh, love that. Okay, cool. And then it's also revolutionary in the sense that like the backgrounds were really special because they were really interactive backgrounds. And not a lot of games had done that, and none of them had really utilized it the way that Def Jam Vendetta had. So like, if there's a crowd surrounding you, you could throw the other player into the crowd. The crowd will hold on to them while you you know punch them a whole bunch or something, or like That's body great. slam them. You could throw them into um, car doors and like smash the car door in on them. You throw a person out a window. You throw somebody into a fuse box and they electrocute them. There's all sorts of cool stuff to do in the game, That's and it was right. all like really new and special and fun. That's really cool. I like that a lot. So, like, you could find, like, a stray cat and, like, throw the cat. No, it wasn't ever, like, cruelty to animals or anything like that. But it it was, if you found a bottle on the ground, though, you could throw it at them. Or you could smash the bottle and use it as, like, a a stabbing weapon. I like that. That's very, like, punk rock. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's more punk rap, but. No, it's not. Because no one says that. That's not a thing. It should be. No. Please stop. Okay, so let's move on and t- talk about, like, this list of characters. Because, okay, like, I'm the, excited. Because the people involved in this game is really long and kind of bizarre in some cases. So, here we go. Ready? No. We have... But, like, okay, first of all, I'm in love with the fact that some jackass had to go around pitching this internally to people. Like, first of all, writing the email. Well... Yeah, writing the emails, then, like, doing the follow-up calls and, like, sending over paperwork to be like, we want to license out your image as a character, and we need you to come in and do some voice work to be a part of this Def Jam Street Fighter game. Yeah. And all these people, whoever you're about to say, all said, that sounds great. I think they all really... <laughs> Send the check. ...wanted to see themselves, you know, as, like, these... 
at the end of the day, like, you look at the rap community, and yeah, you'll find, like, a lot of gangsters, but artists are kind of nerds. They're not always, like, the hardcore gangsters that they make themselves out to be. They kind of paint the picture of what people want to see. I get that. I mean, like, by nature, artists have to be super passionate and obsessive about their craft and, like, the right. hours, which are just... Also very much inherently, like, nerdy features of, like, if someone loves Star Wars to that extent where they, to the same level as, like, someone who loves music becomes a rapper, mm -hmm. it's the same kind of passion. It's the so, exact like, same kind of passion. Yeah. I, I mean, fucking The Weeknd loves um, fucking Star Trek. That's a wonderful thing to know. I didn't know that. Yeah. He's this, he's a Canadian rapper who looks like, like Drake? Basquiat. Yeah. I think they're friends. Really? He's friends with I mean, Daft They're both Canadians, so that means there's friendly people. Oh, yeah. That's fair. But, okay, let me, let me get through this list, because right. this list is extensive and long okay. and ready. Copy that. Okay. Snoop Dogg. Method Man. Sticky Fingers. Wait, you didn't say Method Man and Red Man together. Are they both in this game? Yes, they are. Okay. <laughs> this is like, wouldn't it be fucking crazy if they, like, split up, like... Andre 3000 and Big Boy style, like, no, you take your fucking route. I'm staying in my lane. I mean, they put Method Man and Red Man in the game together, but Aww. Red Man really doesn't do much in the game. It's more Method Man's show. I wonder if that's a commentary on how they were as a team. You know, I never actually played the first game because I just, I always heard it was kind of just mediocre and not great. So Red Man might have taken a larger role in that one, but I don't know. So. That's beautiful, though. They have a beautiful friendship. They do. Back yeah. to the list. Okay. Sticky fingers. Nope, that's not a real person. You made that up to test me, and I'm white. No, but like these are I, all real people on Def Jam. Well, not all of these people are on Def Jam's like uh, roster because I mean, obviously Snoop Dogg wasn't right. But, and just we're gonna get through this list, and it's really long, and Wait, I can't even get through three names. Before you go on, just spell fingers for me because I think I know how it's spelled, but I need confirmation. You know how it's spelled. Oh, indulge me. With the with the soft A and a Z. Soft A? <laughs> okay, I'm not surprised. Go on. I'm emotionally prepared as much as I will be. Busta Rhymes. <laughs> Fat Joe. <laughs> Danny Trejo. What? Omar Epps. Sure. Ice-T. WC. Who's WC? I don't know. Like okay. I said, some of these are just obscure people on their roster, but... Omar Epps kind of makes it a little closer to Def Comedy Jam. That's... What if you can like unlock Bernie Mac somewhere through this? I think you're confusing him with Mike Epps. I for sure am. I don't know who Omar Epps is. Never mind. I take it back. Ludacris. Luda. Henry Rollins. What? <laughs> okay. What else is he doing? Carmen Electra. Kimora. <laughs> okay. Back. Kim... Lee Simmons. There you go. Lil Kim. Shauna. Bone Crusher. Bubba Sparks. Is Bone Crusher the guy that was in Spider-Man? No, this is a different Bone Crusher. Who am I thinking of? Chainsaw. Bonesaw. Bonesaw. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Capone. Comp. Crazy Legs. Is this alphabetical? Yeah. Oh, okay. Some of it is. David Banner. Elephant Man. The Elephant Man? Just Elephant Man. Oh, he has a condition. Eric Sermon. Family. Flavor Flav. Oh, wait, was this in the VH1 era was he was, when he was relevant again? He started getting all those shows. Yeah. I love Flavor Flav and then like Flavor of Love and all the he was oh, very relevant and he, he wasn't even he didn't get to play like a character in the game itself, but he became an unlockable character. So that's great. Oh, so they probably just licensed his likeness and then like didn't get as many rights to using his character as they could have, so they just end up with, a, like, an unlockable character. Yeah, they had him come in and do a couple sound bites more than lines of anything, so... Got it. Then we have Freeway, <laughs> Ghostface Killa, Yes! Havoc, Jacob the Jeweler Arabo. Arabo? How is Arabo spelled? A-R-A-B-O. Okay. I don't know why I need to know that. Joe Budden, Lil Flip, Lil Flip, Mac 10, Memphis Bleak, Noriega, Prodigy, not the heavy metal band. Right. Scarface, not the Coke dealer. They didn't have the movie? No, they as didn't. An unlockable that wasn't character. just like an unlockable character where Tony Montana was like the. No, no, not even. No. They just play the movie. You <laughs> no. hit a few Easter eggs and then you just have a copy of Scarface on Blu ray. <laughs> <laughs> and two hours later, you're brought back to the same point in the game. <laughs> so, anyways, the character watched. Yeah, <laughs> Scarface. Watched Scarface in its casually. Entirety. But it's a game, so they have to give you like the airplane version. Right. So all the sex scenes are cut out. Oh, no. there's This is a. 
this game doesn't care about that. Oh, this is okay. This was it. very. This was like kind of a precursor to some of the stuff that you see in like the Grand Theft Autos. Oh, fun! Yeah, this this gets to this is a risque game. It goes there. It goes there. I mean, Henry Rollins will take you there. We're talking about the hip hop community. They don't fuck around. Lil Flip got this on lock. After Scarface, we've got Sean Paul, because you can't say his name without saying it like that. Yeah. Slick Rick, Exhibit. <gasps> Does he pimp your game? He doesn't pimp anything. I'm so disappointed in Exhibit's like lack of presence in the game. That's disappointing. I he, know. Because especially at that period, he was totally a thing. Like, Pip My Ride was still on the air, I think. There's right? a part where there's they're giving away an SUV. Like, they had a perfect opportunity to have, like, him... Pimp, like, I just pimped this ride. You can take this off my, you yeah. know, whatever. But no, they didn't do that. Oh, that's too bad. Didn't do that at all. Uh, Baby Chris, Bless, and Warren G. Okay. I think I'm at, like, 40% of those people I'm very familiar with. Right. It's, it's like, a pretty decent list of characters there. And a yeah. lot of the ones that you haven't heard of, you really just beat them up at points during the game. They're just kind of, like, cannon fodder for you like, okay. as you progress anyway. Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay, so now into the heart of the actual game. The heart of the game. Yeah, the story and everything that actually happens. So there's this character, D-Mob. D-Mob was the bad guy of the first game. Ooh. Okay, so obviously in the first game, you beat D-Mob, and it picks up immediately following beating D-Mob. So he's being arrested by the NYPD, and while they're driving back to the station in their squad car, a black SUV hits them and <gasps> causes the car to flip over on its back. That's badass. It's so uh, Fast and Furious. Very. Oh, there's a lot of Fast and Furious. Like you almost think like, okay, Dom Toretto and D Mob were very, and like I'm talking the Dom Toretto of today that talks about family all the time and stuff. D Mob is very similar to that character in a lot of ways. And he's friends with Ludacris. And he's friends with Ludacris. <sighs> Why isn't Tyrese in this too? Oh, right. Right? Like they could have just like I think it was a little pre Tyrese's time of like being somebody. I don't think they he was. They could have gotten him for so cheap. Then. I know. Oh, and I love the Fast and Furious movies. This is great. Okay. D Mob crawls out of the wreckage and he gets on into the SUV and the cop just catches a glimpse of the other person and so they they go like they follow the cop to the station and they go to the sketch artist and they describe the person that they saw, which is then takes you into the character creation screen. That's neat. It, I, I like that mechanic a lot. That's very cool. It was really cool. And the character creation screen was extremely revolutionary for the time. Like you could adjust everything from like cheekbone structure, skin color, weight, height, hair color, length, style, like all that stuff is super like standard today. Yeah. But for that time, like you it was the closest you could get a character to looking like yourself. Like, That's it was, really cool. It was really impressive. And again, like you're playing, like you picked up this game thinking that this is Def Jam Vendetta fighting game. This isn't going to be anything special. And then it ends up being like really revolutionary in a lot of ways across the board. That's rad. And you see a lot of the things that they kind of created in standardizing games today. Wow. Next scene we cut to, it's just Method Man and some, I think it's that Sticky Fingers guy, but right. I, I don't know. Redman uh, must be so jealous. Do you think he's just at home like, he didn't call me to do it? Well, Redman's actually laying on the couch oh. <laughs> next to them asleep. Oh. This is kind of the only time you see him. They're protecting him while he naps, though. Good for Sticky Fingers. They're not protecting them. They're playing the first game. Stop. The game makes a cameo inside the game? It's a gameception. Does fucking Deadpool roll up and be like, get it? Yeah, Did right. Did you get it? No. Oh, that's great. I love that. And then uh, D-Mob enters in with the character now, who is you. And Method, Method's like, who's this guy? And it's, it's you. And so you were the one that was driving the car that T-boned the cops. Right. That's kind of what's implied. And so that gets you into D-Mob's good graces. But uh, Method Man, he doesn't trust you at all. And D-Mob just kind of makes fun of Method Man for sitting around playing video games all day, which is, you know. Ha ha ha. Yeah. As wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Sitting there playing video games. That's cute, though. I like that. Then Method Man tells uh, D-Mob that, you know, there's there's dissension in the ranks because he lost after the first game. So I think it's kind of cool that after the first game, you take the perspective of the loser of that game. Yeah. And then you have to go and kind of regain your power again. But you're playing as, like, his henchman, essentially. Okay. Is that, like, a spoiler for Method Man, who's literally playing the game, though? No, it's not. Oh. It's it's not because like 
you, you don't see the game specifically, but it's all the same sound effects from the game. Okay. So it's just it's just a, it's a little wink and a nod to the people that played the first game. I just think it'd be funny if you turn around and was like, wait, what? No, it's nothing like that. It, that that's the only moment that that kind of thing happens. That's cute, though. I like that a lot. Uh, he, and so he tells D-Mob that, like, he's lucky anybody's left behind at this point because everybody's kind of just bailing fucked on up. him because he, yeah, he fucked up. They did a whole game of all his friends getting their asses beat. Yeah. So, I mean. And so now he, nobody trusts him. Yeah. So Method tells D-Mob that they're, they need to prepare for war and gather up their soldiers, but he doesn't trust this new guy yet and he needs to see, like, how he fights. So that leads to your first fight. Dun, dun, dun. And so you have to fight your way through the game. You know, you fight, you win, you're in a little... Uh, respect you get some cash is respect like combat points or something what you do is you have to take over all the different gyms got it so if you beat enough of the people that are like you know the top guys in those gyms like you were talking about earlier with bonesaw bonesaw yes that one is ready or yeah. some shit the <laughs> the spider-man guy yeah. yeah so it's like it's that same kind of like fight club kind of thing where it's like you you gotta rise through the ranks and stuff like pokemon go gyms sure yep so this is the point in the game where you get to start, like, customizing your character a little bit more. So you can buy cool gear. You get, like... Like, they got, again, heavy hitters. We have Reebok, Fat Farm, wow. Air Jordan, Sean John, and, like, a whole bunch of other clothing lines. That's so cool that they have, like, real brands. Like, oh, their licensing team must have had such a fucking field day with this one. I mean, it was EA, so they had, like, the power of a real studio behind them. But right. at the same time, this is still really impressive, because yeah. even you look at a Grand Theft Auto, they don't have real products at all in those games. Those are all made-up products to look like the, you know, real things that we have in the real world. Right, but, like, that's so innovative. I love that. Right, and then they have not just, like, clothes, but you get tattoos, you can get haircuts, you can get... That's, this is where Jacob the Jeweler, like, he's a real famous hip-hop... Uh, Jewel, jewel, yeah, like the bling that you see in everybody, that comes from him. Yeah, I, I know, I know who you're talking about. And then, uh, so then there's also the local gym. This is where Henry Rollins comes in. He actually just he runs the local gym. You don't actually Aww. get to fight with him or anything like that. But that's a bummer. Here you get to like practice all your skills and everything like that, and then you can uh, you build your character up so you can purchase new fighting moves. You can get like. Like I said, you can get three up to three techniques and stuff. So you have to like work your way up to these. So you don't get them all right off the bat. You have to like earn it and like work towards it. Does Henry Rollins just blast black flag the entire time you're in that gym? No, he... that's a bummer. Do you see him like writing? He's always doing articles for newspapers. No, he doesn't do any writing. He's he's training people to fight each other. That's impractical for the but character. I, I mean, and that's what's funny because like here's a situation where it is Henry Rollins. It's not Henry Rollins playing a character. It's Henry Rollins. They're just like, no, Henry Rollins does this. Like, and There's a few people like that they're, they're, that are in this game that, like, some are playing a character, some are just themselves. That's which, cool. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> sure. You know, and it's, it's the more money you get, the better you look, which, you know, is, as D-Mob says, only the best for his crew, even though he only wears a wife beater and jeans the, most of the game. But, but they're, like, a really nice wife beater. They're, like, like a, a really, really nice wife beater in jeans. It's not Costco brand. No, and probably, like, a Jacob the Jewel or, like, you know, yeah, something else on him. Yeah, I get you. So now you're part of the crew and, and you're on the run because, obviously, you just broke somebody out of jail. So Method Man just gives you an apartment. Oh, he's, like, here. This is for you now. Right. And, again, the money you get, you can, you know, buy cool crap for your apartment. Can you get an aquarium? I don't remember. You might be able to. I like, like there's that. there's a lot of stuff you can get. It's my gangsta ass fish. But at the same time, it's like why spend the money on your apartment, which is just really this background when you can make your character look really cool because you see your character way more than you see your apartment. Are the tattoos just like flash pieces, or can you like get a couple different artists that work on rappers? Because that would be dope. You know, I don't remember. It's probably not what the case is, but like as a tattoo nerd, I think I would it like was. That. I think it was more of like a a decal system. Okay. But you can, like, layer the decals on top of each other to, like, create your own, like, unique pieces. That's From cool. what I remember, and that might be, I might be getting confused with a different game, but... You could probably make so many butts. Probably tons of butts just all so over your face. Butts. Yeah. So you and Meth Man go out to a bar, and since you're winning fights, Method says, now this is the part I was warning you about, uh, that you get the pick of the litter when it comes to the women in the bar. And among these women are Cindy J., Kamora Lee, Lil Kim, and Shauna. Everyone knows Kamora Lee is married. Her name is Kamora Lee Simmons. Yeah, right? Well, I mean, that's why the obvious choice is Lil Kim. Like, why wouldn't you go for Lil Kim? What? Who's Shauna? 
I don't know, but she she sounds like she's just trying her best. She probably is. But uh, her dude, once you pick, you know, whoever you pick, it doesn't matter who you pick, but obviously you pick Lil' Kim. Okay. Uh, so her guy, Nine, shows up, and oh. he, he's just a made-up guy. He's not. They weren't really dating? No. How cute would that be, though? Well, I mean, in the game they're dating, because he comes up and he says, she's with me, to which you respond, why am I not convinced? Ooh. Right. So Nine headbutts you, and you have to fight Nine. Yeah. Butts you. Mm-hmm. You so okay. So in this situation, you're at a bar, and Beth and Man's like, "Guess what? Toxic masculinity. You can stick your prick in any one of these women who I respect." And you're like, "Yup, that sounds about right. How about Lil Kim?" And she's like, "She says nothing no, because she the women say do not word. have a voice in this game. No, there's not not a single word is said by the women. And a grown ass man who calls himself Nine wanders up to you, headbutts you, and then headbutts you like a fucking goat." So you have to fight him for the girl. Okay, got it. And if you win, you win the girl. If you don't win, you actually get this girl named Shaniqua. Shut up. Her name is Shaniqua? Mm-hmm. Shut up. And she wasn't one of the original choices. Right? Oh. <laughs> this is not Shauna, Cindy J, or, or Kimora Lee. Like, this is just Shaniqua. This is your backup broad. Right. But I've obviously never lost, so I always got little Kim. But that's... He said to his wife. Yes. What? She was... Like, like Ben no, Stiller said, going. she was fat with a P-H-A-T. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You want to keep going? Mm-hmm. So the next time uh, we get together with D-Mob is in one of his fight clubs, and he's dressed actually this time very sharp. He's wait, not... wait, wait. Okay, so when you got the girl, do you see insertion or anything? No, not in this. I mean, it's, you're not watching porn. I don't know. But, like, we get into things eventually. Do you see stuff? You don't see, no, but... Is like, it, like, grunt, grunt, dark it, screen? It's, like, PG-13. In terms of, uh, you know, it's it's a it's an R without nudity. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? No, if little Kim's in it, that does not make sense. But sure. Okay. Well, the next time we're with a uh, D Mob, they're at the club and he's all dressed up, and Snoop Dogg rolls up, and he's got Fat Joe, Danny Trejo, and Busta Rhymes. Right, because they all hang out. That's got his it. posse. Trejo brought some tacos. Well, again, they all have different names, except for Danny Trejo, who is his name is just straight up Trejo. Okay, so the actor of the group. The actor of the group plays himself. Okay. And they're like, Fat Joe, you can pull this yeah, off. He's named like Magic or some shit. Sure. Fat Joe is. He's probably just like, you guys, I'm thick. I'm not fat. Like, he's so over it. He's like, I've been skipping carbs. Fuck you guys. I'm Big Bone Joe. I'm Chunky Joe. That at least <laughs> makes me sound like a soup. Fluffy Joe. Fluffy Joe, yeah. yeah. Gabriel Iglesias made that acceptable. Right. Now it's he, fine. Now he's Fluffy Joe. Yeah. I'm curvy. <laughs> it's, it's good, too, because, like, Snoop Dogg, like, cracks a joke when he walks up, and then Danny Trejo laughs. So Snoop Dogg smacks him across the face and <gasps> tells him to shut his mouth. Danny Trejo signed off on this being okay. And... He just took it, so apparently he did. Oh, my God. Right? I don't feel like that's something Danny Trejo would be okay with, though. Especially, like, y- you can respect Snoop Dogg all you want, but he's a skinny twig. He is chicken legs and on chicken legs. Danny Trejo ate two of him. Yeah. This morning on a taco. And then bench pressed him. Yeah. Like, Danny Trejo's not tall, but, like, he's squatting. I believe that he works out. Like, he, he's, I wouldn't want to fuck with him. No. He could probably break me in half when I'm not tiny. Like, Easily. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? That seems aggressive. Well, the reason Snoop's there is he's there to uh, check things out as he plans on taking it over. Because, you know, as, as you're trying to take over clubs, his group is trying to take over clubs. Ooh, conflict. Yeah, and so he wants to take over this club. And, you know, he's pretty much the rival of the whole game. He's, he's the big bad. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, D-Mob obviously sees this as a threat, and his boys, Method, you, and, like, that other guy. Sticky fingers. Yeah, they stand up to handle the business. And so, you know, they, they back down. They're just like, you know, it's it's cool. Like, we're not here to fuck around, even though we're in a fight club. Busta's like, fuck that. Yeah. Uh, but before he goes, he announces to the crowd that he's looking for fighters, and if anybody wants to make some real money, that they can join his crew. Ooh. He and Busta Rhymes are just rolling in it. Well, I mean, they do have Danny Trejo on their side. Yeah, that's fair. Like, you step in a ring with him, that's... Nope, you're dead. You're asking for trouble. Yeah, okay. I buy that. Fair enough. Then there's a cutscene where you're just at the nightclub and Lil' Kim, I think, goes take a shit or something, and so Carmen Electra just swoops in on you. As she does. Because that's the way Carmen Electra does. She swooped in on Singled Out under Jenny McCarthy, and... 
I mean, that's how she got Dave Navarro, right? That's something has to explain it. And the guy that likes North Koreans and stuff. Oh, right. Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. Yeah. They he would have been married. great in this game. He would have been. He would have been perfect. But He's batshit crazy. That would have been funny. That would have been really good. Yeah. And then they could fight over, like, alimony or something. And then I'm sure at some point, like, Dennis would, like, fight over her with for you as well. Oh, I love that. And he'd be like, guess what? I actually love her. No, that not was... her. You, the character. Oh. He'd fight Carmen for you. Oh. I, I mean, I'm sure you'd make an adorable character. That well, Dennis Rodman would be like, it is time for fisticuffs. Carmen, to the wayside. Is that how he talks? I feel like he's like steampunk right now. Or like he would be. Who? Dennis Rodman. He's steampunk now? I feel like he would be. Like he okay. has, he likes like the accessories and that's where your steampunk is like, we'll just put swirlies here. And he's like, yep, do it to my face. I fucking love goggles. Let's do this. I'd, I'd love to see a steampunk Dennis Rodman. I think we have our new cosplay. Yeah. Steampunk Dennis Rodman and Steampunk Carl- Carmen Electra. Well, anyway, so Carmen Electra, she swooped in on you, and Method Man, like, goes to you, like, hey, man, don't go fucking around on your girl. Like, you know that's not Oh, <laughs> so you're just with little Kim now. It wasn't, like, pick someone to take them home and fuck them. It's, like, this is your partner. Oh, no, this is this is your this is your main. So you get assigned main. Uh-huh. That's insane. Oh, my God. But once Carmen Electra swoops in, like, you're not going to listen to... Method Man when he says don't fuck around because it's Carmen Electra. Right. And so Lil' Kim comes back and who's she mad at? Carmen Electra? Of course. Why would she Because you didn't do anything wrong. No. Carmen Electra showed up and Lil' Kim is like fuck your existence. Yeah. And then they get in a fight. Do you play as either of them or you just watch them fight? You play as Carmen Electra. Oh! That's fucked up! Right? So they're like, you picked your girl, but now you have to go beat your girl's ass. Well, it depends on who wins. And whoever wins ends up being the girl. That's so sad, though. So, like, that that's fucked up that they make you play as Carmen Electra and not right? the girl you originally picked. Like I said, warning, this may contain sexism. I'm just mad. I know. Okay. That's fucked up. Well... Since I don't like losing, I was one with Carmen Electra. Right. So she always became the girlfriend after. Yeah. But now that you've, uh, now that you're in the inner circle with everybody, you've kind of taken over what's his face's position. D-Mob? No, the Sticky Fingers. Sticky Fingers. You take over his spot in the crew. And even though you've been winning, like everybody else in the crew has been losing. So it's the, like your team's still down. Oh. Since you're the only one winning. You're just carrying the team. You are. And. The one guy, um, the Sticky Fingers, he suggests going in, guns blazing, like, let's go take down uh, Snoop Dogg. His, his name's Crow in the game. Okay. He's saying, let's go take down Crow, and D-Mob shoots it down just right away, like, no, you're stupid, that's not how we do things. Like, we are the kind of people that play it the right way. Like, the way we're going to win respect is by taking over his clubs, not by just running in and guns blazing. Plus, like, the cops will show up. I'm on the run. Don't forget. <laughs> in case you forgot. And so he, he gives, like, this big impassioned speech about how Snoop uses fear as power, saying a beaten dog may fear you, but when you turn back, you're it, it's going to bite you. Ooh. Uh, real power is earned through respect, which is what he and his boys believe in. They need to just go down and make sure, like, we're going to win fights, and we're earn respect that way. Insert other Dom Toretto quotes here. Yeah, it's so Dom Lots Toretto. Lots of Corona. Again, family. And and if you take all the clubs, you know, Snoop won't have any more power left. Do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> this next time that you're at a fight club, uh, Nine is back. He was <gasps> Lil' Kim's ori- yeah. original dude, right? And he's pissed off. Because Lil' Kim came home crying, like... <laughs> That's exactly why he's upset, oh because God, you hurt so Lil' Kim's feelings. Hey, you know how you stole my girlfriend? You gave her back fucked up and mean. <laughs> now right. she's mad. This is your fault. So he wants to fight you again. Right. Uh, and But, like, even if you win, you don't get Lil' Kim back. Yeah. You just get the honor. No, but, uh... No. Instead, Sean Paul comes over and just starts talking shit. Just give it a laugh. I mean, I think he's talking shit. It's it's hard to tell what he's saying. Honestly, because it's really him talking, and you're just like, I I think what you said was threatening. You said it in a threatening manner. You so raised your arms around. You look I'm, upset. I'm going to fight you. 
Because that's, that's the next person you end up fighting. That's hysterical. When you punch him, does he go, ah? <laughs> like, does he groan in accent? I, I, I don't remember that specifically. I love everything about this. What's his special move? I don't remember it. Confusion. Confusion. Just whole bunch of words and you sit there trying to figure out what he's saying and then you lean in closely and he punches you. Like you're dancing though. You're like, this is a really catchy beat, but what the fuck did you say to me? <laughs> that felt threatening, but it's also real groovy. Well, then the next time you're at one of the clubs, uh, Snoop Dogg pulls up and Carmen Electra makes fun of him because you keep da- kicking down each one of his clubs. Oh, so Carmen Electra's talking shit for you. Oh yeah. And, and so Snoop Dogg, he's like starting to realize, all right, this guy's an actual threat. He's somebody who, like, he can take me down. So I need to come in and make a deal. So he comes in and he offers, like, a winner-take-all fight. Uh, The loser has to move to New Jersey. Ew. And Snoop offers up Fat Joe, and D-Mob obviously offers up you, because you're the one that's winning. They sent Snorlax in against Dragonite? Yes. That is the perfect analogy to make about this. You have no idea what I just nope. said. <laughs> uh, but, you know, uh, Sticky Fingers, he is not happy about this. So oh. he throws a fit and just leaves. Oh, Sticky Fingers. I know, he's so mad. He's not even real. Poor guy. And then you roll up to the fight and the atmosphere is intense. Ooh. The club is way bigger than anything D-Bob owns. Like, it's just, it's massive. But obviously you win the fight. And Yay. everyone's happy. Snoop Dogg goes off to Jersey. You go off to pop bottles in the limo. Hey. And while you're in the limo, they like give you this silver medallion with like the Def Jam logo on it and everything. So you're like part of one of the family now. Aww. This is when Danny Trejo rolls up <gasps> and sprays his Uzi into the inside of the limo. Oh my goodness, no. And as the limo drives off, both the cars get in a wreck and Snoop Dogg's crew like gets out and runs down into the subway. And then, and then the, the player, like you, you chase after them and you go down into the subway. And then you get there just as they're getting, like, the subway doors closed and they pull off. And you're like, no! And then Danny Trejo's there. <gasps> and he's holding his Uzi directly to the back of your head. <gasps> and he pulls the trigger and there's no more bullets. Ah! So now you have to fight him. That's good, though, because otherwise you'd be dead. And then how do you beat Danny Trejo? How would you do it? I'd call Robert Rodriguez. Well, the way you have to do it in this game is you have to throw him onto the train tracks and let him get killed by a subway car. Aww. So, I mean, you don't have to do it that way, but it's so much fun to do it that way. Right. Okay. You know, it's, it's like it's like a finishing move. Because like, they give you like all sorts of warnings. You can hear like the subway's coming. You're like, oh, cool. If you throw him on the tracks during this part, the subway will come and hit him. Okay. And so I always threw Danny Trejo onto the tracks. So yeah. Because he's not in the game for the rest of the game if you do that. Wow. I, I think you, you legitimately murdered Danny Trejo. <laughs> Which, again, why would he sign off on this? But Yeah, this this seems kind of fucked up to the Trejo brand. It, a little bit, but I also, it was well-received, but it still was, you know, it wasn't a popular game. Yeah. Not a whole lot of people played it. Like, in Breaking Bad, he dies so cool. Like, he's still a rat, and he dies, but, like, he dies really cool. He does die really cool, like... Tortuga! He he dies, and then he goes out like a boss by exploding. Yeah. You know, it's it's like he's already dead, and then they give him, like, an extra death. He will make an excellent pet. Oh, spoiler alert, by the way. Sorry. Is it a spoiler if that show's, like, been out and we're in the third season of the spinoff series? People get mad about any kind of spoiler alert, no matter how long after it happens. They're just such babies like that. I hate that. Her rumps. So anyways, after killing Danny Trejo, you run up the, the subway and there's Method Man. And he's like pulling D-Mob out of the, the wreckage and everything. D-Mob's just bleeding out. Oh, no. And he tells, and the cops are pulling up and he says, you guys got to go. Yeah. Get out of here. Leave me behind. So now D-Mob's crew is leaderless. Oh, no. And because Blaze was second, Blaze, sorry, Method Man, you know, same person. Right. He was second in command. He takes over. Not like officially, officially, but he's the head. He's like team manager. He's like he's like D Mob's still in charge. I'm just in charge while he's out of town. Okay, he's co-captain. Yeah, he's the assistant regional manager. Got it. Okay, and you, the character, you're like, we got to go in there now. We got to get him back right away. But Method Man again, he's like, no, this is still D Mob's crew. We do it the way D Mob would have done it. Oh. 
So he goes back to uh, just having his fighters winning all the fights in the clubs. Um, and the big thing for Method Man is the reason he doesn't want to go in is that he was hurt in that car accident as well. Like, he got away, okay. but he was injured. He's, he's fucked like, up. He's, like, fucked up. And yeah, he's, like, he's, like, I can't be rolling in to fight people right now. I'm, like, concussed and shit. And with D-Mob gone, most of the team's bailing as well. So hmm. he really is just, like, guys, we got to, like, maintain what little crew we have left. Okay. Do they hear back from D-Mob, like, to the, to make sure he's alive yet? I mean, they know he's alive. That, okay. Not this, that he's with the police. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. So we get to another fight, and this one is, like I was saying before, they're giving away an SUV. Ooh. And, like, Carmen Electra's, like, checking herself out and the gloss of it and everything, and Busta Rhymes comes up. And he says he's going to take both the car and her home tonight. Go ahead and break your neck, sir. Yeah, and the player rolls up and he goes, no thanks, you're not my type. And Busta says, you sure? Because I'm the type that will punch a hole right through your face. hey Oh, man, the, the dialogue was just killer. I love it. And naturally, because this whole thing's happening, Ice-T rolls up yeah. to offer his support because that's what he does. Yeah. And so you get to fight. It's a tag team thing, so it's two on two. And... Do you think it's a missed opportunity to not have him be, like, his Law & Order character? Right? No, and this was one of those people, again, who plays as themselves. Oh. <laughs> Ice-T plays as Ice-T. Oh. Buster Rhymes is, like... I can't remember what his character is. Pineapple head. Something like that. Yeah. And But Ice-T rolls up as Ice-T. I just, it would have been so good to have him roll up and be like, the evidence is in the lack of cocoa, and then like, run away. <laughs> I'd be like, who was that guy? <laughs> I do a really great iced tea impression. Yeah, it was an amazing iced tea impression. I didn't like even he, know you had that in you. It was like he was here. I, I, I got lost in the, the scene for a minute. It was beautiful. I like that moment. So when you win the fight, you get to keep the car and you get to keep Carmen Electra. Ooh. Is she super like juicy off of it? Oh, she's so juicy off it that they cut immediately to you guys fucking. In the car? No, you're up okay. in the apartment and stuff. Oh, okay. Because so. uh, at that moment, that's when uh, Snoop Dogg busting you just as you're busting in her. Ew. They, they literally. What? Like, oh, yeah. You, you're like, I'm finishing. And then Snoop Dogg walks in. Oh, God. That's. All of this is in such poor fucking taste. Like, I was stoked on it, and now I'm just mad, and it just feels sticky, and I don't like it. I know. It's it's gross. It's really gross. But at the same time, it's a video game, and they know it's just going to be dudes playing it, so uh, they're just, like, they're leaning into it. Makes me sad. So Snoop Dogg wants you to fight for him, and, you know, he thinks it's just a matter of time before you join him, so you might as well just join him now. Ooh. Because D-Mob's whole crew is run out, and so you're going to need a crew to run with. Right. So you should run with him. You know, you, you you tell him to fuck off, essentially, and tell him to leave, and you do a few more fights. The next time Snoop rolls up on you, one of his guys just sucker punches you. Aww. And you're held back as, like, Snoop Dogg starts waving a piece of Carmen Electra's hair in your face. What? You know, he's like, you're, she's safe, and if you want her to stay that way... You're going to start fighting for me. Do you understand? So That's this is... fucking gangster shit, though. Oh, he is totally gangster. He's he's extraordinarily evil in this. Like, he's the... a badass mob boss. That guy that's got that cooking show with Martha Stewart right now, fucking barefoot Contessa ass fucking Snoop Dogg. <laughs> this is the most hard... Like, that took such a hard left. <laughs> like, it was just like, okay, we're silly boys. Oh, it's a little Fast and Furious. No, you went, you went from Fast and Furious to motherfucking Taken? Like... That's insane. Right. I love this. So you obviously you have to agree because it's your girl and you, you now you're chivalrous. Right. And and care about women. So uh you you go, but Method Man like tries to talk you out of it and he's he's disgusted that you would turn on the family. Like he he becomes the Dom Toretto of the group. He's <laughs> he's like, No, this is family and you need to like stick with us and Aww. blah blah blah. But you have to go and you have to start Winning back all the clubs that you had won. That's funny. So, so, but now you're winning them for Snoop. Came back all the way around. Yeah. So, I mean, again, it's an excuse to get you to keep playing the game. But it's right. also, like, an engaging storyline to keep you wanting to do that. Yeah. And so you're winning these things and you're fucking miserable. Oh, you're sad. Because you're going home to your apartment alone because your new boss kidnapped your girl. And, and the whole problem is that he won't give her back no matter how many times. He keeps telling you, like, okay, the next club. Okay, the next club. Okay, the next club. Like, he's, he's just... Leading you on. You want her to stay safe. Keep winning me clubs. Giving Carmen Electra bad haircuts along the way. 
So eventually you're rolling around with your new crew and you come up on some of uh, Snoop's guys just beating the shit out of Method Man. Oh, shit. Like, in an alley. They're just beating him. And just before, like, Buster Rhymes is holding this baseball bat and just before he's about to, like, bash Method Man's head in, he stops and hands you the baseball bat. <gasps> And he's like, you need to finish him. Oh, my God. And then you just swing the bat around. You bust one of the Snoop Dogg's crew members in the face. And then you and Method Man have to get into, like, a fight together against Snoop Dogg's crew. So this is where you you get back on Method Man's good side and you protect him and you fight him. So you have to fight Fat Joe and Busta Rhymes. Uh, When you beat them, they tell you where you can find Carmen Electra. Ooh. So you and Method Man go and you find uh, Carmen Electra in, like, like a warehouse Ooh. and sticky fingers is there <gasps> and he is dousing the place in gasoline. <gasps> there are so many more practical ways to kill someone. Like, and she's not even going to put up a fight. Like the Carmen Electra weighs 82 pounds and most of it's her fucking hair. Like you, you could just like push her down like two stairs and she would crack in half. Right. Like you don't need to burn a whole fucking thing to the ground. Well, he lights the place on fire, and you have to do a a, a uh, fire match, fire or inferno match. match. Sorry, inferno An match. Inferno match inside there, of the burning warehouse. Are there fire punches? There's no fire punches, but like you can pick up like a flaming stick or something. Okay, you know, like piece of wood that falls. Got it. And you fight him, and then you beat him, and you let him stay in there while the place burns to the ground, and you run out carrying Carmel Electra in your arms. Like all fucking officer and a gentleman about it? Well, she's dead. Oh! Yeah, he... She Was she dead up. the whole time? She, you know, they don't really go into it. It's it's more or less, actually, they, they leave her fate ambiguous, but... She's out cold unconscious, and we never find out what happens to her. For <gasps> That's the... fucked up. Yeah. So, I mean, I assume she died. Yeah. So you never see her again. Never see her again. That's fucking crazy. Well, the, that pisses you off. So you confront Snoop and his posse with, like, everybody that you have left. Which is, like, no one. Which is hardly anybody at all. But because of your courage and your, your tenacity, like, three people from Snoop Dogg's team immediately drop and join you. That's funny. Is it three good people? No, they're mostly, like, all nobodies. Like, that WC guy that, remember, you even asked, like, okay. who the hell is this guy? Like, yeah, yeah there's was, was a few, like, no names. But it, I think it was just to balance the teams. Okay, got it. Then all-out chaos ensues. You know, there's a huge riot in the parking lot and everything. And Snoop Dogg just walks out and goes into his, like, apartment. Because he's like, fuck this. He's the okay. boss. He doesn't have to do the fighting. He's got minions. Yeah. And it's minions. Of, this is a minion battle. This isn't for him. Yeah. But the player is like, oh no, fuck that. Like, I'm going to run in it on him. So he, he gets into Snoop Dogg's apartment just as Snoop Dogg's like changing his clothes. Ooh. And he's he's just casual about it too. Yeah. He doesn't give a fuck. Uh, but Busta's there too. Busta Rhymes is there and he puts a gun to your head and Snoop Dogg tells him shoot him. Or like, shoot you. Oh, damn. And... Buster Rhymes is like, no, this is your battle. And he gives you the gun. Oh, and shit. Just dips. What? So he betrays Snoop Dogg in his final moment. Busta. Right? What it is right now. I would love to hear that they just like totally had some weird internal drama. Like, you haven't seen them collab in a while, have you? No. Remember that time you turned your back on me in that video game we were both playing? <laughs> Fucking punk ass. I haven't forgotten. Martha would never do that to me. <laughs> She's got a vineyard. What do you have? Mm. What? I don't know what Busta has anymore. No one does. I think this is it. Yeah. This is his legacy. Well, Snoop starts ranting about the streets and D-Mob and how he had the wrong idea from the get-go and stuff. And so he sees that look in your eye as you're, like, getting more and more pissed off. He's like, oh, shit, he's going to pull the trigger. So he's, like, trying to talk you out of it. He's like, okay, this guy's, like, actually going to kill me right now. Yeah. And then you do pull the trigger, but you blast the wall behind him and you waste all the bullets and, and stuff. So there's no more bullets. Like, purposefully, so it's, like, a fair fight? Just to scare him. You know, oh, okay. Just show him that he's being a little bitch. Yeah. And then, as you're, like, turning to walk out the door and see the bigger man, Snoop Dogg pulls a knife out of his pimp cane and just Stop. sticks you in the back with it. That's so gangster, though. Because remember when D-Mob said, like, a, you know, don't turn your back on an angry animal, well, that's when they'll bite you. Yeah. That's exactly what ended up happening. Oh, it was an angry dog. An angry dog, yes. He, Snoop Dogg finally snapped. Oh, Snoop. So this is the final fight, and in this one, instead of, like, in every other level where there's multiple ways to beat a person, there's only one way you can win this fight. 
and that is by throwing him out the window of a 10-story building. Okay. So, like, no matter how much you, like, grind and on, on him and fight him, like, the only way to, like, actually end the fight before without dying is to throw him out the window? Yeah. Okay. You have to do that. Got it. So, because, like, a lot of levels, like the train level and stuff, they have, like, their own little f- special finishing moves where you can kill them that way. Mm-hmm. Or you can just, you know, like, submit them, beat them until they're just done or whatever. Just grind on it. But this one, in this final fight, you have to throw them out the window. Okay. So you throw him out the window, and, I mean, this it's a, it's a long drop. This is a long enough drop to kill Snoop Dogg. Oh, bud. And the game ends with uh, Method Man, like, rolling up just as you threw him out the window. It's like, come on, man, we gotta go. So Method Man runs out the door, but you just walk over to the window and, like, look at the city burning, and then it just, like, pans up, and this is your new kingdom, and... That's the end of the game. That's fucking beautiful. Right? Like, the story actually... I was whatever about it, but it got really good. Right, I know. Like, like it really kind of captures you and, and pulls you into the whole game. And that's one of... The, like, again, like I said, it was, it was kind of revolutionary at the time because it was story-based game telling in a fighting game. Yeah. Mortal Kombat had tiny storylines. Street Fighter had end credit scenes. But... Those were like the only glimpses into stories and stuff. Yeah. You never got a game that was a strict fighting game that had this detailed like mob story. Who would have thought that like Snoop Dogg would be a mob boss? Right. And they treat it very just, they had a lot of respect for it. That's so cool. you don't see it a lot. Yeah. Especially in such a title like Def Jam Vendetta Fight for New York where it's just a bunch of rappers fighting. That's so cool. I love that. It seems like such an easily dismissed game, and it ended up being just a really awesome, fun game. That's so cool. Yeah. I love that. That's amazing. So that one obviously not sounds super epic, and the third one just, like, ruined everything? The the third one ended up going to a different studio. Oh, okay. So they had a different team behind it. They had it. a completely different team behind it. They really just they took ideas that they... Th- you know, it's it's when you see a, like a studio with a movie, they're like, oh, Guardians of the Galaxy was a space movie with good music, so let's just put a bunch of really good music behind a science fiction piece. That makes it a good movie, right? <laughs> yeah, they're like, I think the, they try to reverse engineer the formula yeah. without taking account like the actual quality of the core of the it. Pr- the production quality. Yeah, Absolutely. you're like, no, this was real well written. <laughs> It happened to have these elements, but it's based in, like, good characters and good performers and good writing and good direction and stuff. And they're like, yeah, no, but there was, like, a dog in it, so we put a dog in it. That's 100%. That's so sad. But, you know, we got one good game out of it. And it was... I'd never played a game like it in the sense that I'm not the kind of person that, like, I know this YouTube generation really likes to watch people play video games, but... Back then you didn't, because usually you only had a two-player game, and it wasn't fun to watch two people play a game. It just wasn't, because you wanted to be interacting with it. You wanted to be one of the people playing it, so you were just waiting for your turn. Right. I've never seen a crowd gather around a couch during a party like I did when this game was being played. (laughs) That's great. There was something just... It was brutal and violent, and, like, the sound effects, like, like the special moves, there would be, like, a three-hit punch, but on the third one, they'd hit the bass really hard, so that way, like, the, you'd feel like the whole room exploded as you hit that final hit and stuff. That's and it just cool. The crowd in the game and then the crowd in the room just all made it that much more fun to play. That's so cool. Like, it created a community anytime it came on. Like, that's awesome. It really did, and it was just, you know, it was always just a bunch of white guys sitting around playing as these rappers beating each other, but it was fun, and we had a good time with it, and, you know, we were all people that enjoyed that music anyway, so that was also cool. You got these soundtracks. There was something like 60 songs on the game. Holy shit. From all the artists that are involved in the game, so it was just... It was so cool. This must have been so expensive to make. Right? You you think about that and how many people get involved in video games and just not even just based on the story, just like in the design and the marketing and the little things, the button layout. Somebody has to figure that out. No, but just like the idea that like they were like they went to Adidas and they said, we want to include your shoe in this. And Adidas is like, 
okay, Adidas realizes they don't need to be in there. They're one of very many brands. They want to have Jordans. They probably would throw Converse in there and like a couple other brands that I can't think of. So not very cool. Yeah, Pumas and shit like that. So Adidas is like, well, we want a royalty. So they have to figure out royalties for everyone or like flat fees if applicable. Like, what do you think your sales are going into it? How much are we going to charge you to put our brand in there and use our likeness? Like, that's insane to me. And then like for larger characters like Snoop Dogg, I assume he got a larger cut since he's a larger player. Right. Assuming he probably had to do more voice work and he had to play the villain and like you kind of have to give yourself as a negative character and so that i think you would want more money for that yeah so he and danny trejo should have made out like (laughs) bandits no as we know danny trejo will work for a sandwich and be happy with it well like sandwiches can be really good i mean yeah i mean even for a bad sandwich he said it like i've heard him in interviews say it's like (laughs) you get me a sandwich and i'll be in your movie i love that which we should totally make a movie with danny trejo i know we can make some good sandwiches. We can make great sandwich. Yeah. I'll be like, I'll get you fries, too. And he'd be like, you want a nude scene? <laughs> Danny Trejo nude scene. Yeah. No, just, I'm good. It just cost me some fries and a shake. And uh, then he gave me his fries and a shake. Oh, did you not like that? No. Why not? I thought I that just, was good. I just don't want any Trejo wang around my wife. Well, what's the annulment law in California? I never thought I would say that. <laughs> And yet, it's on tape now. Tape, that's what we're recording on. What is this machine? Well, it doesn't matter because I think we've reached the end. Oh. I know. I had so much fun with this one. This was a wonderful one. That was awesome. And like, if it if it ever is like remastered or re-released, I, know, I would I love to play to it. so bad. As I was doing research on the game, just to like refresh my memory and stuff, just typing in Def Jam Vendetta says on PS4. So it's like, <laughs> they're, they're, people are calling for it. People want it to happen. And I'm great. excited because once it does, I'm going to show you this game and we're going to have a lot of fun. Wouldn't it be great if they rebooted it, but they had like Drake's ass in there doing his like fucking hotline bling dance move at you? He would just get his ass beat so fast. Like, if you saw the just Fat Joe versus Drake, you think that's a fight? You think the Fat Joe is relevant enough to be in the remake? I know, right? <laughs> but, like... That's going to be the problem with the remake, is that so many people aren't going to be, like, relevant anymore. Yeah. Like, Redman should still be asleep on the couch. Right. Like, <laughs> like, what else has he been doing? He did How High and, like, what, 99? He's fine. He hasn't it's been done a while. Sh- yeah, and that shit's on, like, syndication on Comedy Central every third Wednesday or whatever. Like, he's making his money. He's doing okay. We should ask Kyle Kinane next time we see him. Oh, my God, yes. When is when is that going to be on Comedy Central? Yeah. Okay. Um, But, like, also, like... No, Drake would roll in, he would get shot in the first cutscene, and then he's rolling around fucking wheelchair jimmying it for the rest of the fucking like thing. Like crazy legs and don't be a menace to no, South Central. Like, like his character in Degrassi. Oh, is that oh I didn't I never watched it. In Degrassi, Degrassi, he gets shot in a school shooting and then he spends Stop. the rest of his time on Degrassi in a wheelchair. Like the kid in glee? Yeah, oh my but like gosh. it's because he got shot. It's right. not like not a, me- a, a born medical condition. Right. But it'd literally be him like rolling Stop. through like the weekend pushing his fucking <laughs> wheelchair like around. The one black kid in Canadian school got shot. Oh yeah, that's I think, terrible. And there was there, I think there was a black girl that got pregnant. Like they for sure played up on everything. Like all the white girls had anorexia and loved why popping people prescription love pills. This show so much. I don't know because Drake was on it. That's why. Yeah, we didn't know he was Drake at that time. Oh. Believe was... me, they knew it was Drake. <laughs> they just didn't know they didn't know They clipped it was Drake. his wings too soon. You know. We need to reach out and figure... I haven't seen any of Degrassi, but I've followed it enough through, like, references to know that story and, like, pieces here and there. Like, I know Kevin Smith is obsessed with it. He directed a couple episodes and starred in a couple episodes. And Alanis Morissette showed up all of his episodes, right? Maybe. Okay, but... Okay, so I want to make Def Jam Vendetta for, like, a fight over a Tesla or some ridiculous shit like that. <laughs> but, like, I also want to include, like, a lot of feminism <laughs> and have Beyonce be the queen of it all. And oh, we can have title presents. Okay, so title presents... Fight for def- Silicon Valley. <laughs> yes! And they're all fighting over people who make apps that, like, auto-tune your voice. And T-Pain <laughs> is behind it all. Because, fuck it, what else is he doing? Akon's over there providing everyone internet for free because, like, he's all about that. God bless his soul. Fucking... I think you're just going to try to get Lonely Island involved at some point. Oh. 
they were behind it the whole time. Like in the Wizard Sandberg. of Motherfucking Oz. <laughs> they were creating all the beats. Michael Bolton's in the studio when you roll up on him. <laughs> so then you kick him out, get him out of there. Unlockable Gi- character Jack Sparrow. Yeah, Jidenna's over there like hacking into shit because he's like good at math or some shit. Like, <laughs> it'll be great. Let me write this. All right. I'm all about it. Let's go write it. Yeah. Tweet us who you want in this remake that I'm writing so I can also help pitch it. Yes, To EA? EA had it? EA had it last. All right, let's... Well, yeah, EA had it last, I believe, had the distribution rights. I will call EA and... Get them up. And kindly demand that they make this for me. (laughs) They make this happen. Let them know my birthday's in June. Okay. Just to give them kind of an end date, you know? You got three and a half months? Yeah. Go ahead. Give this to me now. And also, please sign all these artists to be in it. Please and thank you. But also, I don't know a lot of, like, indie hip-hop artists. So, here's a list of the eight that I'm aware of. Right. Also, please involve Sia. Oh, yeah. I Sia. She and Kendrick Lamar are friends. Okay, Kendrick they Lamar. Are. Oh, Lin-Manuel Miranda has to do all, everything. Okay. We're, He's not busy, right? We're spiraling. Yeah, into greatness. Into greatness. Into greatness. Okay, let's, let's go spiral on paper. Okay. Okay. All right, my Goombas. Talk to you later. May. You saw that, man? You saw that? It's a rat. It's a doogie.